This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god. Thank god this isn't live. Hello, Gumaram. <laughs> Hello there. And here we are. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show about nothing. Basically, you have returned to our weekly chat about everything and nothing related to today's topic. Um, November is upon us. Uh, gloom and doom season is on. I remember last time on air, I was sitting here with Belen. We've been uh, talking about the time change. Well, that's uh, long gone. We are in the middle of it. Days are getting shorter, especially here in the north. And uh, people with a 40-hour week of work are uh, greeting the daylight from behind closed windows uh, in the office or in the trucks or wherever they're sitting. Um, so there's many reasons to feel a bit low on energy and motivation around this time of the year. And uh, that's also why we have chosen to chat about procrastination today um, if it sounds familiar to you uh, that you you feel that you want to avoid tasks a little bit because you no. just find reality hard, <laughs> then I can recommend you to stick around and uh, listen to what we will be discussing today um, you already heard a different voice uh, that's because it's not only me in the studio it will be me and my dear co-moderators uh, with a little twist today. Behind the microphones, we have the one and only Fatima. Hello. Oh, hello. I was going to go for the legend, the one. <laughs> the one. Hi. The <laughs> Not myself. <laughs> Hi. Um, you haven't been here for a while. It's been it's been a while since you've been like with us behind the mics, I feel. Yeah, I think uh, last time I saw you guys was uh, in uh, July, August, August, I think. Summer. Back then Summer. We, had we were all energetic and tanned. <laughs> now we're just going towards gray. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but it's cool to have you back today. And, thank you. Uh, then we're also joined by a um, different person than Belen. She's traveling today. So we invited a guest moderator, Suna. Hi. Hello. She is a former member of K103. So she has... She's a legend. Spending. That was what I was going to go for. I was like, the one, the only, the oh, legend. Me. Yeah, yeah. She is. So uh, She used to host a show here um, that she started with other co-hosts that was uh, about all things feminism. Um, and it was called FM. And, you know, like, it's it's even funnier if you see it written, but it was like the, the spin on the French spelling of woman, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a bit of a pun, yeah. And I, think I got can, it. You can still <laughs> you can still find uh, this show in the archives, probably somewhere on uh, Mixcloud. Mm -hmm. So go and search if you got curious now. Um, but not only was she a moderator of a show, she also spent some time representing uh, the Swedish student radios as a board member and chairwoman. So uh, definitely some radio experience here with us today. Just um, a little bit. Thank you super much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Thank you for that awesome intro. Wow. I'm feeling... Uh, yeah, I, feel, I tried, you know, I tried. But I wanted to ask you, actually, how long has it been since you were sitting behind a microphone? Uh, years and years. Probably since before COVID. Oh, jeez. Wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Because yep. um, I... Yeah, I, I think I probably 
quit mid-COVID sometime. Yeah. Mm, it wasn't fun back then. Like, we did a few, like, weird distance recordings, but, like, quality and fun wasn't as much. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> nah. Um, great. Anyways, uh, even more honored that you were, like, re-entering the radio vibe with us today. It looks um, the same here, though, I gotta yeah, say. Nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you traveled back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Having a little bit of a retro session here today. But uh, yeah, with these three voices that I introduced behind the microphones, uh, we will be getting into sharing some wisdoms about um, how to handle procrastination and escapism. But, you know, first things first. So Mainly gonna, complaining about how we procrastinate. Yeah, it's going to be the usual rants, <laughs> yeah. a little bit of definitions explained first. And on Saturdays, you're listening to the show about nothing. Hi, welcome back. Um, this is our... Yeah, I don't know, November episode about uh, procrastination and escapism. And I'm here with Fatima and Sunna today. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, my first question, because, you know, I said now we're going to be talking about these two two terms, uh, procrastination. I think that's maybe the more familiar one. And then we have escapism, which is maybe same, same, but a little bit different. Uh, first question to you would be, what's your first association to these terms when you hear them, like throwing it in here well do you want me I, I have a thing because um i um well i just when i hear hear the word procrastination it's the same the same reaction happens inside me like within me as when i hear nervous mm. so like mm. i become nervous I, i become anxious like it it ties a knot in my tum-tum <laughs> yeah mm. yeah I associated very heavily with like uni times. Mm. I used to always oh, write my yeah. exams like the night before, like right on deadline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels yeah, familiar. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> I was always trying to be the person because I had greetings go out at this point to a friend called Lynn. Uh, Fatima knows her. She, she's been oh like my, the, she's a machine. She's Lynn, a machine. Shout out to you. <laughs> Miracle. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I was always jealous. Uh, machine in that sense just means that she was so freaking organized and I was always envious of her time management skills to not get into the stress with procrastination. But she was also she also never let her guard down. Like she was inhuman. Like she made everyone feel bad about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and she never wanted that either. So no, I think that's like the heavy really burden kind. she was we carrying. Love you, Lynn, I think like, she yeah. let her guard down in many other ways in like the path she cho- chose to live after mm. uni so yeah, right now yeah. she's like doing a like trip through Portugal with her bike she's chosen to only work like 50% yeah, and like she's cool. living a wilderness really based cool. life like yeah. she's been turning into a very alternative person so shout out to you very cool but like and super you, strong. you showed me that it can be done differently back <laughs> then when I wasn't able to <laughs> um Have you ever come across the word uh, or term escapism actually before I mentioned it here today? Yeah, uh, I've heard it, but I don't have a definition for it. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I came across it as a teen, Mm -hmm. but I feel like my idea of it is maybe not accurate because I came across it Mm -hmm. as a Mm -hmm. (laughs) 15-year-old. Was it like one of those things you read and you were like, oh, that's me? I actually was like super into like subgenre music and there was like a lot of that term thrown around mm-hmm. within that genre kind of in the music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can I'm like we can start the with the afterwards. escapism definition then because I just I went to you know like the sources of our trust I don't know today it was Merriam-Webster and Cambridge Dictionary for the term escapism mm-hmm. 
and it is defined as the habitual diversion of the mind to purely imaginative activity or entertainment as an escape from reality or routine. Uh, it's a way of avoiding an unpleasant or boring life, especially by thinking, reading, etc. about more exciting but impossible activities. So basically like sort of avoiding facing reality a little bit by getting yeah. into like dreamy worlds or like imaginative scenarios or something. So okay, if I can share this story uh, with my my ex, I mean you all who you've listened if you've listened to us for a long time, you know that I'm like, a, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, you know me, a person with an interesting life. <laughs> no, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, with my ex, we would work a lot on becoming better people and like always being so calm and always nonviolent communication, etc., etc. And and you know. Um, But at one point I told him, like I was I was depressed, I think, like doing this whole like five weeks being inside, not doing anything. Mm. And I was like, the only time I feel something is when I watch movies. So I'm going to do that all day long. Mm -hmm. And I just like this, this thing popped up in my mind mm. now that you were reading the whole uh, the definition of escapism. It also says here that uh, it's escapism so by whatever you do if it's watching movies or like painting or doing art or like you know dreaming yourself away into like Harry Potter worlds or something you mm. know waiting for your Hogwarts letter and so yeah. on <laughs> yeah. it is uh, like a refuge from the wider world and your domestic environment but it's only temporarily so you unfortunately have to return from your dream you world and it hits you even harder so <laughs> yeah. like I didn't know that word exists as a like you know term Uh, but, but is when it I read a it about diagnostic or a term or like what like what's the what sort of word what kind of word is it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like a term that's standing. I think it's like I took it from also later in the context from some like educational psychology context. Yeah, so okay. it's like something that can also provide you like a temporary phenomenon, sort of. Um, yeah, like something that also can make you feel better for some time, I guess. Mm. So it's like maybe a tool as well, sort mm -hmm. of. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. I have uh, something on procrastination as well, just for the, you know, f for this being complete, I'll just read it out as well. <laughs> uh, once we have something prepared, um, procrastination is defined as the act of unnecessarily and voluntarily delaying or postponing something, despite knowing that there will be negative consequences for doing so. And this just, I mean, like, aren't we all in a way procrastinators? Some are better with, you know, the, the prof professional tasks, like you, you keep up with work, but then you might procrastinate things in your personal life. Chores. Uh, yeah, chores, <laughs> things like, even lot. things that you want to get, like, mm. you, you, like, if it's work or something, like, just booking a vacation, like, mm. you can procrastinate booking a vacation and it will come and bite you in the ass because you won't go on that vacation. Mm. Yeah bringing that example because I haven't booked my vacation. No, I, do, I, do. I thought you did. Um, oh, no, I mean, I have booked I'm the, the one to go home. but no. Booking vacations for me is my escapism. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. Nice. I have to have something to look forward to. Well, that's, that's my really escapism. Nice. Yeah. So I never procrastinate that. You know, I procrastinate plenty of other things, but not not the vacation time. Mm. That's important. Well, I, I think I just don't like seeing the money go out from the account because yeah. it's like such a big amount <laughs> when when you mm -hmm. like mm. buy the ticket. Mm. But yeah, yeah I, I think I'm more more with you sooner than than uh, the not buying the ticket. Mm. I I just I don't know. There's like several reasons. I think we will have some time to chat about like personal approaches to what we procrastinate and what also helps us to maybe break that pattern. Um, but 
what I wanted to also bring up here is that like procrastination as a term itself is often perceived quite negative. Like it's a negative trait because it's hindering your productivity uh, and it's also as, um, associated with depression, a low self-esteem, guilt and like other negative feelings. And I thought it, it, it's true. Like when I hear that term, I think of like maybe people that don't have control about things in their life they let themselves go they're like mm -hmm. sort of like lazy whatever i have a lot of issues with my partner because he's been uh like crazy procrastinator on many things in his life but then like the more time we spend together we also like i learned a lot about this and uh maybe before i was very productive in many terms when it comes to my career and like educational life now that i've kind of been through the worst of it with my education part and so on now i'm finding myself procrastinating like taking decisions and so on so mm -hmm. like you know sometimes it appears in faces a bit more and then it will also disappear again so it's just yeah like philosophically i think i like i feel like um I, i've heard the phrase there are not enough hours in a day so many times mm -hmm. and that people like when we idealize uh, like traveling or do or like resting mm. it's we it's like we're un incapable of doing it like mm -hmm. we're just always stressing either about doing something or about not doing the thing that you're supposed to do i think mm -hmm. uh, i think i don't know I, it was just sort of a reaction to like procrastination might not be that bad you know hmm. give yourself no, a it also moment says to here breathe that like so. neither of uh, procrastination or escapism is a bad thing you can learn to manage both of them better and also um like some people might say after productive week when it's the weekend like now it's the weekend and you deserve to do whatever you know like dive into your book or like binge watch your series from morning mm. to evening mm. it, it is escapism in a form mm. but it's also not a negative thing in that context because yeah. you can do it it doesn't delay other things so it's also um it's not necessarily like a negative thing if yeah. you you do these things that you want to do so there's like different takes on it and maybe that's enough of an introduction here yeah. like let's hop mm. into more music to uh, have a thinking break i'm gonna do that just before i want to reference the thing suna said which was doing the things like the last day before turning in a paper mm. like that's mm -hmm. when you do it and i remember actually telling like when i was in uni saying that you know what i wouldn't have done it if i didn't know i was capable of doing it the, la yeah. the day before yeah. yeah diamonds are made under pressure yeah <laughs> <laughs> but here is a running for my life with jackie mayer Oh, here we go. Hi. <laughs> we are talking about procrastination and escapism. Oh my god. Pism. Pism. <laughs> we have in the studio Marie, Fatima and Sunna, our guest moderator today. Hello. Hi. And it's funny, like after every song, when you're like doing this re-intro and you just already know and it's like, <laughs> fine, okay, let, let's be done with it already. Anyways, we we have just been covering definitions of these two terms. And I mean, they might be familiar to you. Um, but what I wanted to do now is getting a bit into what we do in the show about nothing, which is a personal touch and storytelling element. So we will be talking a bit about um, what, what, what are things that we actually feel we need to escape from 
and also what is our favorite way maybe to procrastinate and I was just thinking that in the preparation to the show the world right now feels like it's a hard one to be in uh, maybe that's always the case maybe it feels gloomier now in November um, but lately there, there's more things that feel a bit difficult like there's wars there's a lack of sun you name it whatever problems you have in your personal life so um, yeah question to you is like what are what are chores you think you're avoiding right now and what is things that make you feel like you want to escape so just like to open up this discussion element here yeah I think the state of the world is definitely something I want to mm. escape kind of constantly which has gotten worse over the last few months um, for obvious reasons mm. Um I also feel like procrastination for me is like avoiding a, a specific task, whereas escapism is like escaping or avoiding like a more general kind of worldview mm. sort of thing. Mm. So procrastination I do all the time with like chores. And stuff. Like mm. I hate doing the dishes. I always leave it and then it's so much at the same time, whereas I should have just done it like straight after dinner. It's like two plates, whatever, and I never do it. But escapism and the guilt and the guilt, the guilt, the guilt always is like, oh, I should be doing this. And then it's like you come back to that, like you don't allow yourself to rest properly because mm. you rest, quote unquote, but but you're actually just putting things off. Mm. So you, you, you're not actually relaxed. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like also like a guilt and a punishment, I feel, mm. um, to that you put on yourself sort of. Mm. It's hard, definitely. Like as a person working from home, I am. It's it, it's great to work from home, and at the same time, it can be really hard. You are your own like manager. You're your own timekeeper. You need to make sure that you get the chores done that you have to do, and th then there's so much distraction because you're home, and there's like all the household you could be doing, and you know that you shouldn't be putting dishes before work but you know it's like sometimes I just really end up doing what you like I do stuff and I have a productive day but it's not always like as productive for the household items as it is like maybe for work and there's mm -hmm. so much like this constantly feeling bad for something it's crazy and I feel a lot of this also comes from a very internalized capitalism where you feel that you're only worthy of like feeling good or deserving rest when you have been productive yeah yes. and like you can be productive in many different ways like sometimes being productive is just I don't know getting out of bed and trying again mm -hmm. and sometimes being productive is when you actually succeed performing all the tasks you have on your list like the, the measuring of this is so subjective I feel so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah very personal yeah yeah I mean I I think uh, uh, I think the pandemic though was very mm -hmm. like it sort of ta taught people like you have to, you had to during the pandemic people had to push through the people who were working from home like that mm. that could do home office mm -hmm. I think all of like I didn't but like a lot of my friends were complaining about how hard it is and mm -hmm. after a while they just like managed because it was the closest issue at hand the procrastination thing right so they mm -hmm. they after a while learned to handle themselves better i think yeah um, it was an eye-opening experience yeah and then you realize that you know if you work from home you get a lot more free time mm -hmm. uh, as long as you do the things you need to do but yeah. like i mean i i i can't, um, but i, I think know. that ties Ta really well into what marie was saying earlier with like self-discipline mm -hmm. and like procrastination being perceived as like a very morally negative trait mm -hmm. in yeah. people like yeah 
how can you be so undisciplined Mm. So that you allow yourself to just waste your life away, kind of just sitting on the couch. Right? But that isn't always procrastination. You might procrastinate doing the dishes by doing something else that is productive. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. The thing, I think the definition, I'm not an expert, but I think the definition of uh, procrastination is if you, everybody does it in one way or another. But mm. like if you postpone a thing that will come and like have very negative consequences for you because you already know that maybe it's something that, you know, you need to really do right now. Like there's mm-hmm. no more time to 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 push it further yeah. and you still don't do it. And then you miss a deadline or you fail something because yeah. you didn't prepare. And I think that's like the the pathological way of procrastination. And mm. it's like it is a, like, um, how do you say like a di- it can be a diagnosis like you can mm. be a sick procrastinator in a way that you uh, many ADHD patients that have you know are on a spectrum and they have like a different brain chemistry than people that are you know more in the middle of being like neurotypical mm-hmm. uh, it's literally a lack of dopamine of like performing those boring tasks that makes you procrastinate because you procrastinate by doing other things that you know give you a quick fix of dopamine or something yeah. so yeah. like it's it's deeper than just saying oh this person has no self-discipline so again, is that like mm-hmm. like okay so I'm just mm-hmm. I mean for from what I've heard and experience and whatnot, um, isn't masturbation like the a re- ideal way to procrastinate? Yeah, I mean it's perfect but because it, it gives you dopamine, <laughs> makes you feel great. Yeah. Well, I mean, not ideal, but like some people who, yeah, you know where <laughs> I'm going. Like, I definitely know where you're going yeah. with it because you do get that kick, mm. like. But I get really sleepy when I orgasm. Yeah. So like, sorry, this is so personal. But no. <laughs> this is exactly but, uh, what, what is in this show. About. Like yeah. some people get like a kick of energy, mm-hmm. whereas I always get sleepy. So I yep. always just like if I masturbate in the middle of the day mm. on the weekend, obviously. In the office, when I work do. from home, <laughs> just when I'm free, have free time. Um, no, but I just take a nap afterwards. Mm. Me too. I'm the same. Which is great. But it's like my reboot. Like I would mm. I would be like, okay, I need to do these things. I don't have the energy to, uh, energy to do them right now, but I'm going to go masturbate, take a little nap, mm. and when I wake up, I start over. For me, that's a walk. Oh, yeah. Mm. So for me, like, if I feel like I procrastinate and I like, like making a phone call, for example. Mm-hmm. Like this summer, I got a bill from CSN for mm-hmm. student loans that yeah. was like much bigger than... I was expecting. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm. Like, wh- for reference, I- just quickly, CSN is the student loan you can get when you study in Sweden, and mm-hmm. then you have to pay it back slowly but steadily after you graduate. So yes, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a percentage of like your income. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, um, but so it was much bigger, and I was like, "What?" Like, God, I have to call them and I don't want to pay this. And what do I do? And like, that was like one of those things that felt quite like difficult to do. And then I just like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna, I have to do it. Like, otherwise I have to pay it or Mm. there's gonna be like a fine. There's like a literal deadline on that one. Yeah, like a very literal deadline. Mm. Um, And uh, so I took a walk. Mm. And uh, for me, that's like what I, so every time I have difficult phone calls, I take a walk and I like, okay, Mm. I call someone on my walk Mm. because then I feel like it's probably something about like moving a dopamine and Mm. or whatever brain chemistry is happening. Mm. Uh, But that really always works for me. That's really, really nice that you found like a thing there for me. 
I can even progress, like I can procrastinate things like I haven't taken CSN, but I have other things that are in the same category mm -hmm. as like uncomfortable financially things mm. that that's often like something that makes me feel sort of like uh, don't like it. And then mm -hmm. I avoid it until I can't avoid it anymore. Like when you buy something with Klarna and then you have to like sit down and find like the email so you got from them to know like the Klarna OCR like code, thing. blah, blah, blah. Mm. So annoying. I hate it. I have mm -hmm. some three of these bills I have to pay tomorrow and it's just like <laughs> I could have done it like two weeks ago but I obviously wait until it's the last day of the bill and then I'm like fuck yeah. so yeah mm -hmm. but, no, I don't mm. know I'm quite I, I, I take pleasure from doing budgets and, and oh counting God. and like <laughs> I feel like when I've paid when I've paid a bill I, I get like this good like in good girl time. Yeah, you did yeah. it <laughs> pat myself on my shoulder mm. but like to go back to your question mm? I'm gonna answer it with a question mm -hmm. because I think one the times when I do procrastinate the most are when I'm also facing a difficult decision so like the decision is taking a bigger um, like I don't know family relations or or whatever whatever it could be um, it takes like It takes the over, I don't know, it becomes a priority over doing, I don't know, writing the paper or doing the dishes mm -hmm. or passing the, yeah. or doing the vacuuming. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I have, if I am facing a difficult decision, then um, I will procrastinate everything. Yeah. I, I think, is it escapism then or is it, I don't know which one it is. But. I mean, it is a little bit both. Like, uh I have written down that escapist tendencies are often a symptom of procrastination, but mm. they're not necessarily the same. One needs to look into the reasons for why we do procrastinate or escape. And then like you can define mm. this more clear. Mm. And I think they're very related, which is also the reason why I chose to put them both sort of in the headline of the show. Uh, but then at the same time, we probably do different things to escape and then other things to sort of like procrastinate. So yeah, still a difference between them. Escapism is maybe more pretty than uh, procrastination. Like I feel like I do escapism as like my means of escapism is to stop thinking. So I yeah. like yeah. read a book or I watch a TV series or mm. that sort of thing that puts me in a different sort of reality. Mm. Whereas procrastination is still quite anxious to me. Like I'm yeah. just waiting for like yeah. I should be doing this and I'm guilty yeah. myself. Okay. And, and I yeah. would even say that like when you escape, you're sort of enjoying the escape more mm -hmm. than the procrastination part. Because when you procrastinate, you might be doing a similar thing that you do for escaping. But the awareness of yes. that you're doing this right now to avoid something, for me at least, mm -hmm. is always present. So it's... It actually, like, the more you think about it, it's so dumb, but I yeah, yeah, <laughs> do it a lot. Uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> Got a little cough there. Uh, let's uh, listen to Mando Diao. Uh, the song is called Get Down. Ooh. You're listening to Gothenburg Student Radio K103. We're just chatting about Mando Diao and that I used to listen a lot to it when I was a teen. It feels um, like such a, like my parents listen to Mando Diao. They're like, oh my God, Mando Diao. I don't know. It really gives me this like being back. Also, like I am uh, year, born year 93. So we're talking early 2000s music wasn't like not everybody back then had an mp3 player and like That's people true. didn't have music as like digital as today so i was one of these people i was 
not having any older siblings. I'm the the oldest myself, so I was kind of depending on friends to burn me CDs. And I think like that's how you sometimes had like an odd selection of music. And like one of the friends was listening to Mandu Diao. She passed on a CD to me, so that's how I ended up liking Mandu Diao, I guess. Yeah, it was this yeah. true. Like I got I got an MP3 for, with like ten songs on it. Yeah, oh my and God. those there was a lot of them. Then. Yeah, yeah, when those songs. <laughs> became my life I listened to them yeah. so much yeah. and it really influenced probably like I know that there was like Snoop Dogg and some hip hop that I listen to still today like it mm. influenced my we should do mm. a show on like the first mm. sort of like 10 songs we remember like I think there's like the times when you had to hold phones together because they had yeah. no bluetooth but infrared yeah. yes. and they could like they had you to touch each other things. and you could like transfer a song within like 5 minutes or something we should do like born in the born in the 90s themed yeah. a question for you yes. are yeah. we procrastinating the show oh, <laughs> I think we are this was really happening. smooth <laughs> really smooth Suna just brought us back to the focus um, this is a show about nothing where we talk talk about procrastination today and escapism and yes we did exactly that so live on air <laughs> procrastination of continuing the show music is a very I, th- I feel like a very good example of escapism though yeah. a lot of people use music too but I, I think music is also or... a way to really help. like oh, I'm sorry I'm, no, this is really talking about myself but like music is a way for me to access like when I'm feeling like I've been stressing too much or, or doing mm. too much and I feel like I have emotions that I need to let out but mm. I can't let them out unless you know I just like like, like I need to take even time. more in touch with reality kind yeah of, like, yeah really like feel. it's a way yeah uh, for me that for me at least but I mean mm. people listen to mm. music very differently of course when I recently procrastinated by scrolling Instagram which is like one of the fucking easily available things mm. I do sometimes and then I delete the app the and then I reels, find it man <laughs> man the real reels. like the, the whole worst inf- invention infinitive ever. like scroll yeah. is the worst yeah. and then I delete literally. the app so I don't yeah. do it and then I go yeah. on the browser and it's like way harder and more annoying but I still I'll do it to myself. So, I mean, yeah. there is a scroll on the mouse, on the computer mouse. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Um, we, yeah. For me, it's more TikTok, mm. but we actually... Um, it's the same function, right? Yeah, the, it's the same yeah. function. Mm. It kind of came from TikTok, I think. Mm. But um, I, I got it with like mid-COVID yeah. as like a as a way to escape reality, yeah. right? Yeah. Like mm. my sense of escapism okay. came like really manifested in tiktok and Mm. then actually this summer my work like i have a phone through work and they forbade tiktok for like security reasons which is actually yeah did you get the the sweats no i didn't actually but it Mm. it was uh, had it been in winter i probably would (laughs) like i feel like it saved me that it was like okay holidays coming up like i had all these fun plans but like um it's also i think the abstinence has made my mental health better because infinite scrolling is like a very temporary means of escapism. Like mm. you get that like super small kick of serotonin like all the time, mm. but it uh, doesn't actually change any of your, your like situations at all. Mm. So. I don't know if this is a, a rel- like it's pertinent. What's the word? Oh, I, it's like, the same word in English, I think. Pertinent? Per- yeah. Pertinent. yeah I, I feel like I've come across this one. Yeah, okay. Uh, relevant mm-hmm. would be, yeah. I don't know if it's relevant, but uh, I was thinking about uh, uh, people that are um, that are addicted to like pornography and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, 
because there's a thing I was just thinking about back in the days when you actually had to go to a store to buy mm -hmm. a, a book or or like to rent a, a VHS a video mm -hmm. um, but nowadays it's so easy to become addicted to mm -hmm. because it's it's renewed all the time it's the it's same thing as scrolling accessible. yeah mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so I think it's it's tougher for kids today to... It's like even if you scroll had a good scroll session for like a while and then you feel that, okay, I mean, like I'm talking... I'm, yeah, no, I was like, just to finally say it made me laugh. <laughs> a good you know scroll. when you've had a good scroll. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then you like you feel like, okay, maybe now I have grazed off all the news. I've seen it all. And then you only have to pull down in the main menu once and it will reload everything and you will have a bunch of new content. Mm -hmm. So like you can do it all over over again it's horrible and like without we can continue discussing about this but like maybe that's a good point for my question like what is a coping mechanism in a way when you realize that oh i think i'm stuck on a good scroll or i'm mm -hmm. stuck on a whatever i do to procrastinate like w if you know that you need to stop because you actually are becoming aware of the urgency um mm -hmm. and the panic kicks in and you you want to move on to doing the thing do you have like a recommendation or any tips of what works for you personally to kind of break that curse of like being stuck on a procrastination thing Didn't you mention the walk was that thing yeah, for you, sort of? I, yeah, I also want to add that, like, this really helped for me that I have a dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do it for someone else, which actually mm. makes yeah. it easier to, like, snap out of it. Mm -hmm. um, to me, anyway. Mm -hmm. But I think that's quite common. Um, it also helped, like, during COVID, especially when it was, like, very isolated to have, like, a very proper kind of routine mm. um but yeah walking for me usually works quite well to like mm. like okay i just have to do it and then i'm like say i'm scrolling on the couch then i'm like okay i have to go and walk then you get up and mm. you're like actually okay now i'm up mm. and when you get in the door again you're like okay well if i just don't sit down mm. i might get shit done like i might do the dishes or mm. i might sitting down is dangerous can be dangerous mm -hmm. i i think i really connect with you on the doing something for someone else mm. so that's the issue in my home office as well like if i have to do something that's like mainly overlooked by me i'm like i can do it monday but i can also do it thursday if the deadline is like friday you know it mm -hmm. doesn't really matter mm -hmm. it only affects me if i know that it affects someone else in a yeah. work task i will do it faster because i mm -hmm. want to provide that other people have time to look over it or something mm -hmm. and also I read that actually uh, in like ADHD uh, terminology oh, yeah. it's called can you body double me in the sense that like people feel maybe more observed when they're in a room with someone else so mm -hmm. like that means for example going to study in a library because there's even if it's strangers there's just going to be other people that there's like get stuff your, done and yeah. you're like okay other people do it I can do it too mm -hmm. and, and that's something thing, I really control, like, sort of. like it's something I really miss because I've been quite aware of that I work better when someone's around even mm -hmm. and now I live alone mm -hmm. so like sometimes I'm like trying to imagine that someone is there or someone's going to show yeah. up because that way it would make me do the things that I'm avoiding to do and it's funny like I think I've mentioned this in the show maybe before but mm -hmm. like how you react when you I mean for I had a conversation with my ex recently about hitting your toe on something mm. um, and how I, I know myself that I scream if I know there's somebody to hear my scream mm -hmm. oh, yeah. otherwise I internalize the scream mm -hmm. and then he was like 
well, I'm now learning to do it for myself. I'm screaming <laughs> yeah. for my own ears. And, and I think that's like, it's like... I uh, think it's actually something you would teach babies because like when they fall down a lot, right? When they learn walking, mm. they hurt themselves a lot. They're pretty... They're basically like stupid human larva that's not able to survive oh and then then <laughs> sorry like, not yeah. no, no but like I mean, we true. all yeah, started yeah, as yeah, stupid yeah. human larva and we luckily made it here because larva people provided for us and then uh -huh. we learned to do these things but like when you see a toddler that falls and you react with like this empathy towards them like mm. oh my god baby are you hurt mm. they will see that you, they got your attention and they might be more likely to scream and cry then so if nobody looks then they will just be like okay, okay god, yeah. I'm gonna gather myself and <laughs> that's I'm gonna why continue. they like fall down and then they look yeah. around like did anyone you know, see me they take a deep <laughs> breath of like yeah. <laughs> that's also how you know if they're like really hurt or just like yeah. emotionally hurt yeah. by the fall yeah, like yeah. potential if they don't cry because they, they think no one see sees them yeah. then it's yeah. like okay they it was kind of an awkward fall it was probably a shock but mm. they probably didn't hurt themselves too bad mm -hmm. but about going back to like being kind of witnessed by others and yeah. that like body doubling become i actually this is also one of those things that i do to like help myself Uh, get out of procrastination is that I have this friend who's kind of in the same boat so there's like no shame right mm. so we call each other mm -hmm. and then we both st do dishes in our own house kind of yeah. or we do vacuum smart at the same time because we have each other on the phone and like okay mm. you got to do this now I, I can hear if you don't do it so yeah. just do that's it good. that's yeah. really good it It's works really well something my uh, psychologist told me once was to start uh, telling people what I'm gonna do mm. like it's the same thing mm. I, I think yeah. like uh, relates to it like being like well, the pressure no, gets higher yeah today I'm gonna vacuum you know today mm. I'm gonna clean my house mm. and then holding you yourself want, accountable yeah exactly yeah. I had two things to that like um First one being that, like, even if you're, like, stuck in a maybe, I don't know, situation that doesn't feel super pleasant because you are avoiding a lot of tasks and you don't feel proud about it and so on, um, remember that, like, no feeling is final and everything is most likely going to change again. And everybody has a bad day or a bad week or a bad month every now and then. So it's it's okay And you're not only worthy of love and like appreciation when you're mm -hmm. productive in a way that we say productivity is measured in sort of, you know, what we produce and so on. It's also fine to just, you know, treat yourself if you haven't been super productive and there's going to be a different phase again. So don't worry. It happens mm -hmm. to like all of us, I guess. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes quite like sometimes we have very high expectations to ourselves um, but doing something for five, 10, 15 minutes, if that's the only time you can like put into it because it's so hard for you, then that's okay. Then start with 10 or 15 minutes yeah. and it's going to be better than not trying at all. I think like the trying is what matters, like trying yeah. to get yourself to do something I for a like short a moment. Of, there's like a lot of perfectionist ideals going around. I, I'm always a fan of like doing something something half-assed is better than not doing it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So like even if you just do like 20%, That's great. You did it's 20. Still, it's still better than zero. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, we like we have this like tip of the day and I feel that we can like do it a bit earlier today because it connects well to what we've been sort of like we've like entered the sure, feel good go element here. Yeah. We have, I think we can have a few. The two that I uh, thought about today is like I did a coaching recently because I want to change uh, work and I was really lost in this process. I still am, but like at least I faced this like 
feeling lost. Uh, and one thing my uh, mentor coach uh, said to me was that it's a bit cringe. So I want to share it anyways. <laughs> She said, uh, the universe applauds for action and not for thought. So get started. And also hard doesn't mean bad. So if a task is hard, doesn't mean that it's going to be, you know, like super shitty it, it's maybe just hard to get started to put those first 10 minutes but like after that it might become easier and easier most likely it will be and also if you think about all the things you might do tomorrow and so on they're not going to be done but like if you start them as whatever speed you have that's going to be fine and uh, sometimes i remember myself or i remind myself one of my, one of the self help self help books i've read in my life said that if you decide like if you're thinking about doing something you need to decide to do it within three seconds because after that you'll change your mind <laughs> it's like the three second the five yeah. second rule yeah that's like am i gonna eat the fry from the floor or mm. not yeah and then you yeah. go Within three th- seconds, it's fine. It's yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. At least you will get to doing it because mm-hmm. if you if you go past that time, you won't. You're catching the very end of this uh, episode of the show about nothing, and we were talking all about procrastination and escapism. And before we escape into the rest of the weekend, or whatever other rest of the day you have when you're listening to this. Um, we would like to remind you of uh, your chance to get in touch with us um, through our social media channels. So you can find us on Instagram under um, showaboutnothing underscore K103. Uh, you know, share criticism, praise, feedback. Mainly praise, please. Suggestions, <laughs> all of these things. We, we are handling anything, but we're most happy about praise. <laughs> And uh, we already shared a tip of the day. Another one would be to... Not lick things that are out of metal now uh, when it's around zero degrees or even minus because you might get stuck. We just heard that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we just heard it's actually not just a rumor. It's a thing that happens to people. It really Um, does. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, gifting us your time, for tuning in, for being a loyal listener or just a first time listener. Thank you so much, Suna, for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It was amazing. It was really cozy. I enjoyed today a lot. And... um, Yeah, nobody's perfect. We're all trying. Sometimes we're better, sometimes we're worse. Every time, and like you've said so many things, it just like uh, played songs in my head. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a good cue. Like yeah. song, that's a moment for the last song of the day. Um, catch you next time yeah. and go hit that follow button. Yes, bye. Bye. We can't Oh my god. Thank god this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.